You're listening to Positively Anti-Inflammatory, the show for people just like you who want to keep inflammation down and your spirits up. I'm your host, Alyssa Abrahamson, functional nutritional therapist and wellness coach. Today and every Wednesday, I'm here to be your coach and your guide as I offer insightful ways for you to lead a positively anti-inflammatory life. Hello and welcome to episode 58. How are you today? I am doing very well. So today I'm going to share with you three things that I wish I knew when I was first diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. So first, a little background. I I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis, also known as RA, at the end of 2000. And I'd spent about five years or so having painful flares in my body. It would happen maybe once a year or a few times a year and last for a few days or several weeks. And it was always really painful and confusing. And, um, you know, just to give you a couple examples, once I remember like my my left um, pointer finger just totally swelled up and it was went and got blood work done. I remember once um, getting in a car and I reached back to pull my my seatbelt. And um, oh my God, my shoulder just in this like shooting pain, just like down the left side of my arm. It was like so severe. So things like that would happen or my hips, you know, just, just random things would happen. And I went to doctors and you know, several times over the years and got blood work done and was trying to figure out what was going on, but nothing was showing up in the blood work. And the doctors did not give me any guidance or any answers or, you know, anything. And it was very confusing. It was very discouraging. And it it is it is common for autoimmune diseases to take years to get diagnosed and to show up in blood work. And, you know, when I got that diagnosis, I've really been thinking about this. I I honestly, I'm like, did I keep a journal during that time? I mean, I guess I could kind of (laughs) look through old boxes, but I don't remember my thoughts about my thoughts when I first got the diagnosis. I don't, I don't remember being freaked out or scared. I mean, I think I, I might've just took the news in stride and maybe I didn't make a big deal about it. I simply do not remember. But what I do remember is that the first few rheumatologists that I saw at the beginning of the diagnosis, um, all that they did was prescribe heavy medication. And there was no, there was never any mention of ways to manage the disease other than medication. And in the beginning, I I didn't ask. I mean, honestly, it didn't even occur to me. Back then, I just took what the doctors said and, you know, prayed that the medication would work. And honestly, I I didn't I didn't want to make any diet or lifestyle changes. And again, it didn't even occur to me that that could help. And you know, it didn't occur to me that nutrition or stress or sleep or movement, you know, or even your thoughts, your beliefs, or your mindset could impact your health. I had no idea. And Well, actually, you know, except the one rheumatologist that I saw for about a decade, I do remember asking her a few years in if she would recommend, I I remember asking her, you know, should I do yoga or are there any dietary changes that I could do to help support my health? And she said, (laughs) she said, no, 
<laughs> she said the only thing that would help is the medication. Well, she was wrong. And now, over two decades later, I have learned so much about myself, my body, and how to support healing. And, you know, when I do think about it, I don't have any regrets about my journey because I was doing the best that I could with the information that I had at the time. And it really, you know, this has been my life's path. And now I know so much more and I'm and I'm really in a very good place with my understanding and commitment of how to take care of myself and my health. And when I reflect upon the, the diagnosis and my rheumatoid arthritis journey over the past few decades, there are some important things that I wish that I knew when I was first diagnosed, and I'd like to share them with you. Now, there are certainly more than three things. But I really, I did a lot of um, thinking and narrowed it down to, to three things that I wish that I knew when I was first diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. So the first thing is I wish that I knew how severely stress impacts and impairs health. And I wish I had known about the autonomic nervous system and was educated and taught skills to manage and lower my stress. If you're not familiar, the autonomic nervous system is an extensive network of nerve cells that control and regulate involuntary physical processes like heart rate and blood pressure, um, perspiration, digestion, body temperature, urination, metabolism, sexual response. And there are two main parts of the autonomic nervous system. There is the sympathetic, which is your body's fight or flight stress response. And that's the body's built-in system designed to protect us from threat or danger or harm. And then we have the parasympathetic nervous system, which is responsible for resting and digesting. And when you are in a relaxed parasympathetic state, your body is ready to absorb nurture, restore, and heal. The problem is is that many of us are living in a chronic state of stress. Your body, our body, does not differentiate between a fight with your boss or road rage or anxiety from whatever you're going through with, you know, running from an animal who is going to attack you. This is this primal sympathetic stress response. So when you have chronic stress, it disrupts every system in your body. Okay? Chronic stress suppresses your immune system, it inhibits digestion, it upsets the reproductive system, it increases inflammation, it increases the risk of heart attack and stroke, and it speeds up the aging process. So, What we want to do is become aware of ways to access and tap into the parasympathetic rest and digest nervous system, which regulates breathing and hearing and vocalization and blood circulation and the body's relaxation and healing response. So the more things we can do to tap into that parasympathetic state, the more we reduce inflammation the more we alleviate health issues and support our healing. There are so many things that we can do. And 
you know, I feel like this, <laughs> this whole podcast is dedicated to that. But if you have not yet listened to episode five, parasympathetic versus, or no, what it's called. It's called sympathetic per- versus parasympathetic. What the heck? Make sure you do that as it goes into more detail about this extremely ve- relevant topic. And I think that, you know, when I, when I, when I think about how, you know, that this, this first, you know, thing that I wish that I knew you know, it's it's so important when we can understand that our body <laughs> is that we do have we do have ways that we can help support our body and this critical, critical reality of stress and chronic stress and the state that we are allowing it to take over um is really essential for us to to look at and tap into and reevaluate and I'm here to help you with that. And the second thing I wish I knew when I was first diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis is I wish I knew about gut health. I wish I knew how much food, stress, sleep and so much more impacts your gut health and impairs your immune system which impacts inflammation. Okay, so the gut plays a central role in the health of your immune system, nervous system. It affects the way your brain operates. It impacts the health of your skin, your sleep, and your emotional state. It's been a while since I have <clears throat> mentioned this, but now is the time to remind you that 70 to 80% of your immune system lives in your gut. Your gut is also known as your gastrointestinal tract or your digestive system. So gut health is directly correlated to systemic inflammation. And we all know inflammation is the root of disease. <clears throat> Excuse me. So the gut plays an integral role in protecting you against pathogens and viruses. And just as your skin protects you against foreign invaders on the outside, your gut lining, your gut protects you on the inside. So when the gut flora is out of balance, it can cause many health issues. These include digestive issues, you know, like gastrointestinal gastrointestinal issues, chronic pain, obesity, mental health problems like depression and anxiety. Did you know that 90% of serotonin, that happy feel-good hormone is produced in your gut? So an unbalanced gut can trigger, trigger anxiety, anxiety, depression, and mood swings. A healthier gut leads to a healthier immune system, better heart health, brain health, health and healthy functioning digestion, sleep. So this is why gut health matters. When I began my health journey many years ago, I had no idea what gut, what gut health was. I didn't care. I didn't know. I had I I I had even if I did, I would have no idea how to take care of my gut health or why that would benefit me, but I do now. And you need to know all about this too. So, I have talked about this in various podcast episodes. So, um the one that's that I'm, that's coming to mind is episode 20. It's um, what is gut health, what the what is leaky gut and why it all matters. So please 
listen to episode 20 if you have yet to listen to that so you can learn all about the importance of gut health. And the third thing I wish I knew when I was first diagnosed with rheumatoid rheumatoid arthritis is that I wish I understood the idea of holistic healing and wellness, that everything is interconnected, that all areas of your life impact your health. I wish I had known that just taking medication wasn't enough. Yes, medication can be incredibly helpful and necessary, but it doesn't address the root causes or underlying issues of the disease or health issues. And when I talk about holistic health and healing, this is what the podcast is dedicated to. Mindset, nutrition, lifestyle, all impact your health and well-being. And I believe that physical responses or symptoms have an emotional element. Emotions such as sadness or fear, jealousy or anger, resentment, depression manifest within the body and contribute to imbalance and dis-ease. And when we understand that every area of our life impacts our well-being, this is incredibly freeing because that means we can do things. (laughs) We can make changes, make progress one step at a time. So the purpose of sharing three things I wish I knew when I was first diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis is to help you think strategically about your health and to give you hope and to help educate you and to, you know, share that there's so much, you know, while there's so much to learn, there's also so much that you can do to help support your health. You know, sometimes we're like, I don't want to focus on nutrition. I want to focus on, you know, working on my mindset and and healing, you know, working on my negative, you know, self-talk and judgment. Or, you know, when we focus on that for a while or okay, I'm ready to to work on, you know, my exercise and movement and, you know, but understanding that everything is interconnected and integrated. And this is not, I'm not trying to at all overwhelm. I think this is such a beautiful, beautiful, empowering and comforting thing. And, you know, and and knowing that there are different things that we can do to show ourselves love and support while we are focusing on our health and healing. And I have been at this for years and years. <laughs> and I, you know, this is my passion. It's it's what I help women do in my practice as a nutritional therapist and holistic wellness coach. And And here with you on my podcast, you know, sharing my experience and insight and expertise with you every week. My intention is to help you feel better holistically. And if you are looking for individualized support, let's talk. Visit my website. It's thewellnessheadquarters.com. You can message me there. And... I want to thank you so much for joining me today. I, you know, when I was thinking about doing this episode, it was really, um, I loved, I love doing that, that self-reflection and thinking about really breaking it down to three things that I 
wanted to share with you like what are like really, really important things that I think that you could really connect to and understand and relate. And I think that really applies to everyone. So I really hope that you did enjoy today's episode. And I look forward to seeing you next week. And until then, say something nice to yourself, slow down when you eat, and say yes to rest. Hey, if what you're hearing resonates with you, I created a free resource just for you, Anti-Inflammatory Living, The Essential Guide. To get your free copy, head over to guide.thewellnessheadquarters.com. That's guide.thewellnessheadquarters.com to receive your free anti-inflammatory living, The Essential Guide.